We are very lucky to have the talented Jessica Hoop with us on the phone today. Hello, Jessica. Hello, Linda, and hello, everybody out there. Yeah, we're so happy to have you on air today and um, really excited to talk about your new album, Memories Are Now. So um, you just released this new album through Sub Pop Records in early February. I'm curious to know, um, because after putting the album together, recording it, writing all this music and everything, and then now actually presenting it in front of people, um, have there been any surprises for you on stage so far in terms of how people are reacting to the tracks from Memories Are Now? Um, I can feel a, a kind of like a per- percolating excitement when those particular songs come on. So that's that's nice. There's a song that I think gets slightly that certain song that certain people aren't necessarily sure how to respond to. Oh yeah. Um which which is a part of the nature of the song. So that's that's all good by me. Um I can I can see like a little bit of uh more movement when uh, some of the memories are now songs come on and Yeah. I don't know, a little grins across the room. It's, it's cool. Yeah. What, uh, I'm just curious, what is the song that people are kind of not sure what to do with? It's called The Coming. It's, yeah. It's, um, it's the last song on the record, and it, it is a very direct communication about, um, well, my, well, from my perspective, Christianity, but religion as a whole on how it causes people to divide. Mm-hmm. And so I think that just... Um, that. People aren't always necessarily sure wh- how to respond to it. Yeah. Um, but sometimes it's it's uh, very clear what the room feels, and then sometimes, you know, I can tell that uh, that they may be holding back, or you know, or maybe just completely disagree. Yeah. Um, but I think it's good to 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 not always necessarily preach to the choir. So. Yeah. I don't mind the mixed the mixed reactions. That's great. Um, and I'd love to talk a little bit more about that song a little bit later. But um, my first question about the album is, um, I really love the name of the album. I feel like it's such a profound title for an album. And so I'm just curious to hear uh, what inspired you to name the album this? Probably the sound of the words, <laughs> mostly in terms of um, I wanted to... You know, I think the album needs to to ring in a sort of um, mind frame or a sensation or an attitude, and um, memories are now is an attitude. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's an anthem uh, and a cast of affirmations to keep dedicated to the good work and remind you that you only have this very thing to be doing at this very moment. You don't have a million things to do all at once. All you have to do is this right now, and you can handle what it is that you have to do. Like, I have to play a show in an hour's time, <laughs> but, I, but I'm but i not doing that right now. All I'm doing right now is speaking to you, so I don't have to worry about that show. I, I'll, I'll be doing that show when I'm doing it, so I'm only, I'm only here. It's an old, it's an old story. Yeah, but also I think a really relevant one in a society where we're being pulled in so many different directions and we have all these devices taking our attention away from where we are in the moment. 
And, um, you know, that that seemed like kind of a theme on the album. Um, in the song Cut Connection, um, there's the vamp, be part of all things. Um, that seems to really speak to what you were just talking about. Yeah, it's um, certainly, certainly the, the songs want to connect. I think that's the underlying current with all of the different... There's only nine songs in the record, but between each one, there's a, a hand reaching out for connection and and I think transparency, truth, and communication. Uh, that might sound laden or heavy, but it's not actually. It's just uh, I think I write for the purpose of of communicating and making contact. So, getting back to what you were saying about the last song in the album, The Coming, um, which is about your thoughts on Christianity. Um, so you grew up in a Mormon household, and I was reading that that track and Songs of Old are both kind of address that experience in your life. So um, I was wondering if you would be willing to talk a little bit about that and um, you know how those two songs work together in that album to express your feelings about that. I think... Um for me personally, I would rather. I mean, it. Songs of Old kind of addresses like a, a girl who learns the history of the church, where and and the foundational flaws that exist within it, and and the things that have been accepted along the way, or just kind of brushed under the carpet, mm-hmm. and um, pretty um, massive movements and and um, uh, corruption at the at the base. And um, it's it's hard for me to look past those things. Eventually, I, I'm not sure that I can participate in something that that still today has so many um, massive flaws. And uh, and I think if if this is how this is if this is how this church built its 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 uh, position and its status and its all of that maybe that should be questioned, and maybe we should change the song that we sing. Yeah. Um, and but but moreover, it's more about um, it's more about how these groups that we tie ourselves into, and these particular gods that we decide that we follow, blah blah, tend to isolate groups, and and then a finger comes out and points. You know the other direction at the other group, and 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 people don't tend to get along, mm-hmm. and the groups reinforce that that the conflicts. A lot of times, they, they you identify, and so then you identify against something else. You exclude, and you also close your mind to whatever somebody else has learned or picked up along the way, and it's just it's a it can cause a lot of separation and laziness and ignorance and all that. So I'm basically, I've been done with it for a long time, but I wanted to write <laughs> about it, you know? I wanted to put it down. Yeah. I, 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 was, I haven't been to church since I was 16, and, but um, I, wanted to, I wanted to state it for, for other people who might be having a hard time shaking it off if they want to. You know, if they want to live outside of the strictures, then I, I felt like I had... I had some experience and I could say what I felt. So I did. 
Well, that's really wonderful because, as you say, I'm sure there are many people who are kind of towing that line of where do I belong? Do, is this really what I believe in? Um, where do I want to be? What do I want? What do I want to represent? So um, I think that's especially really if you were raising it as a kid mm-hmm. because um, you don't have. That's just life, you know. That's what life is. If you're a kid and you were raised in it, so you don't really have much choice until you somehow are introduced to something else and your eyes are are opened in that way. So anyway, I, I like people do, and it takes all types to make a world. Yeah. Um, but I just don't want. I don't. The world I live in is not going to be the ignorant one if I've got anything to say about it. So yeah, uh, another track that really caught my attention and um, you made a really wonderful video for it um, was The Lost Sky. I was just reading a little bit about it and um, the story behind it is really kind of heartbreaking. So I was wondering if you could talk a little bit about that and um, how the song evolved. Uh, Sure. I had a, a friend who was in an accident and she was in a coma for a bit and I didn't we didn't know if he would pull out. Um, and I thought I'd lost a friend. And in the process of waking or waiting for him to wake up, he actually had been silently divorced. So he 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 woke up two weeks later to find himself with without a wife anymore and he had no there was no contact between them. Wow. Uh, so uh, that just really got me thinking about what it's like to have no say in how a relationship plays out, to not be able to communicate. And I think that's something that a lot of people can relate to, that, you know, I think most people have been left by someone or the next because we all leave, right? Mm-hmm. We all we all go at some point. And sometimes you don't get to say anything to them, whether it's a death or whether it's, a breakup or whether, you know, sometimes you don't get to say something. And so the song is like a broken record. And that's what happens when you don't get to speak to someone, at least to me. You you end up repeating the same the same words, the same sentences again and again. Mm-hmm. Because there's no place for that there's no place for that thought to go. It doesn't go and it doesn't fulfill its purpose because the person isn't there to talk to. You were actually at KGNU with Sam Beam of Iron and Wine um, promoting your guys' album Love Letter for Fire, um, which was really wonderful. I just listened back to the in-studio today. And how has it been um, moving from a place of collaborating with someone to kind of moving back into doing your own solo work? Um, Has that been difficult? Has it been inspiring? Something in between? (laughs) Something in between. I think, you, you know, it comes with its advantages and disadvantages. There was a lot of, a lot of um, shared joy in the, you know, in carrying the, the load together, you know, and, and doing the writing together and performing together. And that came with a lot of um, kind of lightheartedness and, and ease. And um, this, this is, you know, I, I, I carry it. Not completely alone, but but more alone. You know, mm-hmm. I carry a larger port of, port, portion of the um, the weight, and um, so. But you know, they're they're different, and they're not necessarily co- com- comparable. 
you know, just going back, I, I think we need to wrap up soon, but I wanted to maybe just get a short history of you as a musician. Um, I'm curious to know when you started writing your own music or maybe when you started playing music or singing, you know, how that's evolved over time, um, how you think you've evolved maybe through your albums or in between. Well, I started when I was, uh, I, I mean, I never started. It was just something we did as a family. My mm-hmm. mother was a amateur coloratura soprano. She's very talented. I might be biased because my mother was my mother and I looked up to her, but if my memory serves, she was really good at what she what she did. And um, my father was a folk enthusiast and singer and guitar player, and he introduced me to so much of the music that I love still today. Um, and there were five children in my family, and we would sing as a pastime, and it was something that we enjoyed doing as a family. And so I gained a sense for harmony at, you know, a real early age. Um, I can remember singing at, at the age of three with my family in, in these different parts. Um, and then... Um, I just, you know, carried on forward. You know, I was a church-going kid with my family, and we'd all sing in choirs and create a theater and blah, blah, blah. And then, um, you know, it was just something that I've always done. I started writing when I was 16. Um, as a pastime, my songs were nutty, super crazy. <laughs> no structure, no... But fun. They were really colorful and, and imaginative, and I focused on... I knew I was writing songs. I focused on creating um, unusual melodies, I just collected the songs as I went along. I didn't start writing for the purpose of publishing music until I was 28. Wow. And then I, I released my first record when I was 32. And then I finally signed with a publisher when I was 28 years old, or maybe a little bit earlier. Sorry, I'm, you know, the yeah. years are <laughs> blurring. The years are blurring, but yeah. I signed when I was 28 and then put my first record out when I was 32. and. I think this is now my, I don't know, this is my fourth studio record of of original material, but there's like eight or so records that I've finished, something like that. Wow. Um, And and released. So this one is just more, this one is more um, raw and kind of rough and ready than the others. It's, It's kind of a minimalist record, but it's got lots of energy to it, you know. It's got presence and there's a lot of sound within the space there's not much more than three elements being used on um, any any of the records you know speaking with you has been so wonderful so thank you so much for joining us today jessica it was my pleasure thanks for for taking the time